Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. Retirement Unlimited is an informative weekly radio program dedicated to offering factual information and sound advice for those wanting to know more about retirement planning. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. Information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Now, here's Randy Barkley. Welcome to Retirement Unlimited. This is the radio program dedicated to helping you make smart decisions about your money. I'm your host, Randy Barkley, and I'm the president of Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm, and we're located in Riverside. We serve the Inland Empire. I'm a certified financial planner, and there's also three other individuals in our company that are also certified financial planners. We are fiduciaries. We are fee only. And if you'd like to know more about our firm, just simply go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com, or just simply call. Our phone number is 951 984-7011 to find out more information about our company. Now, every week what I do is I divide my program into three segments. The first segment is retirement update. The second one is tactical asset management. And the third one is news you can use. Now, in the first segment of the program today under retirement update, I'm going to talk about something that is, you know, nobody wants to talk about this, but, but it's pretty important. You need to know what's happening in tax. And we're having a lot of tax changes. You know, a lot of the laws that were passed right towards the end of the year that President Trump signed and uh, Biden is, you know, President Biden is on the same thing. He is, there's a sweeping changes that are going to happen over the next, but right now let's just kind of talk about the new year. And first of all, it brings automatic adjustment. So it slightly shifts the tax brackets. But what happens on the stimulus? Now, the stimulus payments that were put into play at the end of the year, you're going to receive $600 per taxpayer, $1,200 for married filers, plus $600 per qualifying child under age 17. That doesn't take into account what's still in the hopper, so to speak, what's coming down at you. But this is based upon income. So if your income is above a certain amount, $87,000 for a single person, $174,000 for a married person, um, you're probably not going to get anything. Now, remember, any stimulus money that you do receive right now under the current laws, it is not taxable. It's tax-free. Now, in addition to that, you're also going to have unemployment pay if you're unemployed. So the unemployment pay right now is the law extends unemployment pay of $300 a week for many people from December 26th to March 14th, and sometimes longer. It increases the maximum number of weeks of benefits to 50 from 39 in many cases. and allows states to forgive overpayments of benefits. This is really fun. With repayment, which would, listen to this quote now, would violate equity and good conscience. This is really a broad understanding. It's, it's, it's I'm not sure exactly how you define what, Uh, violate equity and good conscience means. But anyway, unemployment compensation is taxable. So anything you receive as far as an unemployment, if you're unemployed and you're receiving it, 
you're going to receive a 1099 on it. So be prepared. If you've been unemployed for a long time, you have to pay taxes on that unemployment. The other change that's occurred is also regarding charitable deductions. Now, if you uh, do not itemize on your taxes, in other words, you get your standard deduction, the government has allowed you to increase your charitable deduction over your standard deduction by $300, $600 for a married couple, $300 for an individual. Now, this um, deduction reduces your taxable income, but not your adjusted gross income. And I don't want to get into too much detail over the radio, but on your tax form, there is, there is your taxable income, which is more towards the bottom of the first page, and then your adjusted gross income is more towards the middle. And there's key thresholds in there. So for example, putting in your Roth IRA, that's based upon your adjusted gross income. There also is the 3.8 surtax on investment income that you have to pay. But more importantly, what I tell people, and in fact, uh, several weeks ago, I did a program and I said, you know, the December now is the new January, and this is regarding charitable giving. So if you give, if you're charitable and you give to your local church or other organizations on a continual basis, you want to be aware of giving money if you're 70 and a half or you're 70 and older and you're receiving required minimum distributions, you should be able to give to your charities from your retirement accounts, your IRAs and your 401ks. By doing that, what you do is you can potentially lower your adjusted gross income. That is based and that is used to calculate your Medicare premium. Now, listen to me. This is really important. So if you're charitable and you're receiving required minimum distributions and you're 70 and older, this is something that you want to do. And you want to do it at the beginning of the year. We're still towards the beginning of the year. Not wait until December to do this because it may disqualify you for that benefit. And this is really important because of the Medicare premiums that it's tied to. Anyway, with that said, if you'd like to know more about that, of course, just give me a call at my office. I'll be able to talk you through it, uh, 951-684-7011. In addition, we've got medical expense deductions. You know, their threshold was going to jump up to 10% of your income, but now it's still at 7.5%. Now, most people don't use it because that threshold is pretty high. So even, but if somebody's in a nursing home, it could be a very valuable deduction. So you have to look, there's a list of allowable expenses. There's an IRS publication number 502. And if you have a parent or if you yourself are in a retirement community, whether or not it qualifies as a nursing home care deduction is really important. There's also some other things like business meal deductions. You can now take 100%. That's to help the restaurant industry. Retirement plan withdrawals, if you have been a victim of, you know, fire or other disasters like hurricane, you can take a withdrawal from your IRA and 401k accounts and up to $100,000 and pay it back. Now, you still have to pay taxes on it, but then you can pay it back and recapture the amount of money that you pay taxes on. So there's a lot of things that you just need to be aware of. And um, that's what we do with our clients is kind of review these things as we have our progress appointments with them. And if you'd like to have that kind of relationship, with somebody who really cares not just about your investing, but your overall tax planning, income planning, all those strategic things, give me a call. Phone number is 951-684-7011. Remember, the first interview is always free. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about tactical asset management.
You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned. He can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as tactical asset management. Let's talk about something. I'm getting a lot of phone calls and a lot of conversation with clients about, and that's Bitcoin. There's a lot of craziness right now going on in the marketplace with, um, I'm sure you look at GameStop and some of these other things, but Bitcoin has been around for quite a while. And it has, in this last year, it has gone up dramatically. And the question is, should you invest in Bitcoin? Now, let me give you my take on it. Bitcoin is, a, is supposed to be a store of value. I mean, that is what it's supposed to do. And as a store of value, what that means is, is that it's supposed to be consistent. They always compare it. Always, when you hear people talk about Bitcoin, they say, well, it is, it's kind of like gold. No, it's not like gold. And it, it's not a currency. So if you look at the digital processing that's gone on, Bitcoin in November had about $269 million of merchant sales. And you say that's really significant. But when you compare that to U.S. retail sales, U.S. retail sales registered in November, $546 billion. So the amount of transactions in Bitcoin is really insignificant when you compare it to the normal currency. So what are the plot what are the pluses? Why would you do Bitcoin? Well, first of all, like I said before, some people believe it will represent a store of value once it gets fully subscribed or when it once all the 21 million coins get discovered. And potentially that could be a century from now. I don't know. It's it's kind of an interesting structure. But the volatility, what they're saying is because it is a non-correlated asset. In other words, it counters stocks and bonds. And it, because of that, when stocks and bonds go down, Bitcoin is supposed to go up. Now, at times, the volatility is supposed to go up. Now, if I look at historically since Bitcoin's been around, that is not true. That has not been what I consider representative of how it's reacted in the marketplace. Now, if you want to own Bitcoin, now you can go on and actually try to buy them on the marketplace, which is a pretty complicated process. And I've had some clients do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Again, I don't know. I don't know of any of my clients that have uh, ventured a great deal of money into Bitcoin. But if you just wanted to do it, and want an easy way to do it, well, PayPal now is coming out that you can actually open up an account with PayPal and you can purchase Bitcoin. So let's say that you buy a thousand dollars of Bitcoin, and it's in your account. It's kind of so to speak in your wallet at PayPal, and you can use it to buy things. Now, if the value of your Bitcoin goes up, let's say it goes up $1,000 and it goes up to $2,000, 
you have more to spend. And they, they then settle your account at the moment of purchase and you have that amount, but it goes up every day. So they manage it. On the other hand, if Bitcoin goes down 50%, you only have $500 in your account. So therefore it's a way to purchase it and to capture to some degree the, if you believe the value of Bitcoin is going to continue to rise, it's a way to purchase it. And it's not that expensive to do it that way. So again, the, the whole aspect of trying to understand the value of Bitcoin and the purpose of Bitcoin, um, again, it's, it's something that people feel like it's a non-correlated asset. It, it will have, and there's some very smart people, folks. Um, you know, the guy, uh, the lady, Amy Johnson, who is the head of Fidelity, she, she had sorely admitted she was buying Bitcoin. There's some other people that, um, that, I, that I know of that are very capable people saying, yeah, they're going to start to buy Bitcoin. They see the upside potential of it. Then on the other side, there's a lot of other people that I would hold them with the same accolades that they are just really, really smart people. They're saying they don't see it. They see a complete bubble out there and they don't see the value. They see, um, again, what this is, is looking for an international currency. So as the world gets closer and closer together, all these other currencies that we hold will become less effective and so Bitcoin becomes more of an international purchasing capability, no matter where you are in the world. So again, uh, you have to be very careful about these things and be careful about the amount of money you put into them. I don't know how this is going to play out and what this is going to look like. I can tell you the minuses, and you kind of get it from the tone of my voice and my commentary. Uh, Bitcoin depends on the faith of investors, not based upon the good faith in of the, you know, the, the gross domestic product of the country, like the US dollar or the Euro or the Yuan. It is based upon investors. If investors were to sell this, it would appear in my mind to be much like a Ponzi scheme, because if you had, a, let's say 10% of investors who just sold this off, Bitcoin would fall dramatically. And we've seen it drop dramatically. Now we've seen it rise, but we've also seen it drop very quickly. There's also speculation that there could be some fraud involved in this because there's a lot of what we call fintech companies that are buying Bitcoin and they're saying they buy it, but when they dig deep, dig, dig deep down into it, they probably don't have as much as they say they do. In fact, the attorney general in New York state is going to be investigating one of these companies. And if, if that comes out in the middle of February that they have in fact inflated the amount of number, the number of Bitcoins that they actually own, that's gonna send shockwaves across the board. And I think you're going to see a, a lot more volatility moving down. On the other hand, if, if they look at, she looks at it and says, no, it's be fine. It's, it'll be just fine going forward. It'll probably be a supportive action for Bitcoin going up. So again, if the volatility is what you want, you have to understand that Bitcoin is a speculative investment. It is not a store of value as many of the advocates of Bitcoin talk about. The volatility indicates that it's speculation. And, you know, when something moves up and down, you know, 10, 20% in a single day, that is not what you consider pension-like. And what we try to achieve for our clients are pension-like returns. You know, we're dealing primarily with people who are achieving retirement and maintaining retirement. And yes, you want to create value. You want to create some upside potential, but you have to be very careful about the assets you select and you put in your portfolio and maintain it. Again, if you'd like to talk to me about this, I'd be more than happy to sit down and talk with you about these as well as some of the other events that have occurred recently and whether or not this is an opportunity for you or it should be something you should stay clear of. 
give me a call at my office. My phone number is 951-684-7011. We'll set up an initial interview and kind of talk about your situation. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about news you can use. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as news you can use. If you're a business owner right now, and if there's a demand for your product, if you're manufacturing something, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's hard to find people right now. And for the next six months to seven months, it's going to be harder. And the reason being is the fact that the stimulus checks and the unemployment, the stats that I looked at is that 62% of the people receiving unemployment and stimulus checks are making more by not working than if they did work. That creates a moral hazard. Now, again, because it is not targeted to those people that really need it, and it's just kind of across the board based upon income, what happens is that people don't participate in the labor market. There's an article here in the Wall Street Journal that I'd like to send to you, and the, and the title on the article says, Help Wanted on the Factory Floor. And it talks about American manufacturers. Now, the whole story is kind of centered in Wisconsin and on various companies. Some companies you're going to probably readily recognize, but American manufacturers have gotten better at safeguarding their factories. They're doing a great job in distancing, putting plexiglass, taking temperatures, you know, all this stuff. But still, despite all of this, they're still struggling to find enough people to staff their plants. So what's happening is the work shortages are choking supply chains. Now, this is, again, I, I, I want to be really careful here. But this is how socialism gets its roots. Socialism, when somebody is paid to stay home or they equalize everybody's pay across the board, what it does is it chokes off, it chokes off production. It chokes, chokes off free enterprise. It takes away the opportunity risk that everybody should be kind of involved with. So not only are you getting started on the factory floor, but what is your chances of moving up within the company? Or transferring, all of a sudden it stymies all that. Everything becomes kind of level playing field. What's going to happen is that we're going to need products, automobile parts, you know, vital medical parts, things like that. We're going to need, and they won't have enough people to manufacture them because people are getting paid by the government, by you and I, to stay home. Do you see how counterproductive this is? Now I know that COVID is is a big part of this. If we didn't have this virus to deal with. And hopefully we'll get vaccinations and we'll get we'll get hurt herd immunity sooner than later, and we're gonna see it. But this is why the marketplace is doing so well, because there is a perception that there is a pent-up demand for the products that are being produced, that factories are they have a high demand. This article goes on to talks about, you know, they are they're in need of the unemployment rate stood last in December at 6.7%. And yet this company says we can't find anybody to work. 
So they've raised the amount of money that they pay on a per hour basis. They've given additional time off. They've given uh, additional benefits. They still can't find, they're like 20% underemployed. So you have what we call a participation rate. Now the participation rate uh, for the labor force, it's the proportion of working age Americans with a job or actively looking for one. And right now we're at lows. We're at, at lows since we've not seen since the late seventies. So if this continues, the US labor force, we, we lost basically 3.8 million workers since February. I'm talking about last year. We've lost 3.8 million workers because they just stopped working. Or in some cases, the baby boomers, they were kind of pushed into retirement. They said, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm not going to do this. You know, COVID scared them. They just, they had enough money. They got their social security. They got some other benefits and they're out of there. So what's happening is that we are seeing again and again and again, the cry out for manufacturers right now is they need employment. In fact, this article goes on to say they're going down to the jails and the people that are on work release programs, they're hiring them and putting them on the floor and paying them because they say, we need labor. We need people just to do. This is this one article here talks about, you know, this is the Yankee candle production. It shows in the candle line. Now, again, you know, candles are not essential, but apparently there's a there's a huge demand and e-commerce has really stressed all that. But in addition that you've got auto parts, you've got medical, you've got medical parts, you've got anything to do with what I call essential parts of our life. And if they can't find the workers, and if government is stepping in front of them and basically paying people not to work, do you understand how that can become a serious problem down the road? So we need to deal with this. And so it's very important as investors that we keep a we keep an ear to the ground and we understand how this could have an impact upon earnings because in order to bring back people onto the factory, to bring them back, if the government is paying them to stay home, that means that factories are going to have to pay more in order to entice them to get them to get to work. What's that going to do? That's going to translate into higher cost. So it's either going to be a higher cost or it's going to be lower profits. Any way that you say that, any way you look at that from a fundamental standpoint, it's going to affect the price of shares. So again, what we're seeing right now is a rally because of the expectations of higher returns and higher profits and all the things that we're going that's going on right now. And we're seeing that within the stock market. But the underlying current, we have to keep a very close watch on the overall economy and see how is this going to be resolved as we go forward. Right now, it seems like they just want to send money out. They don't want to target the money. They want us to just send money out to governments. They want to send out to people. And I think what's going to do is it's going to de incentivize people in order to go back to work. Now we're going to see how this works, but this goes from, you know, this article talks about, you know, um, cheese makers to car, car parts to uh, generators. Again, it's, it's, it focuses on several different uh, companies within Wisconsin, but it's, it's a microcosm of a bigger picture that's going on in our country. If you'd like to have a copy of this, I'll be more than happy to send it out to you. It's called Help Wanted on the Factory Floor. It's a good read and helps you understand some of the underlying problems. It's, it's the contrast between this high unemployment and yet companies can't seem to find people to work. So, something's amiss here, folks. And a lot of it has to do, of course, with the COVID. But also people are taking the easy way out, the easy road. If the government's willing to pay me to stay home, I'm going to stay home. I'm not going to go to work. So if you'd like to have a copy of this article, 
I'll just give me a call at my office at 951-684-7011 or just go to my web- website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. The information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor.